Camiria, and this is my sister, Dr. Bluma Ekstu. We are two sisters that love each other very much, but spent most of our lives fighting like cats and dogs. The healing of our sibling relationship impacted our entire lives. We have a new outlook on life now. We are on a mission to help adult siblings not only heal their relationships, but make them aware of the impact it has had everywhere in their lives. The number one cause of domestic abuse is not spousal, it's sibling abuse. We have created this podcast to help you, make you laugh, and give you the tools you need to heal as we have healed. Welcome to Sibs United. Welcome to Sibs United. I'm Jessica Mary, and this is my sister, Dr. Bluma. Hey. So we want to talk to you about how when you are doing this work, sometimes you go into a place, I mean, we did, where you, you want to maintain the good vibes that you've created and um, you know, either avoid conflict or try to stay in a place where you're calm and not have the emotions come out out of fear that it will somehow get you back to where you were and you'll lose all the momentum that you had. I think it's a reasonable fear that um, most of you might have. Um, and I don't know that you even realize that's what's happening. I don't think it's conscious necessarily, but anyway, that happens. And so that happened to us. Um, Jessica and I had a conflict um, that really got heated and I think that um, we really were trying so hard to. Let's just get right into it instead of describing it. That's what our coach Hank had talked to us about is just getting into it. So what's your grievance with me? Okay. Right there, um, interrupting you, but you just kept going. So I needed to help you get. Well, no, but you know, Jessica, it's so funny because I feel like I am doing that. I feel like that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to say the thing. It's just, I think we're, we're you know, um, it's definitely something that I work on to try to be more uh, direct, but just I say also- what you're like, upset about. That's what I'm asking you to say. Why are you pissed off at me? Exactly what I'm doing now, right? Interrupting you. That's what I'm saying. Just say it instead of like talking around it. You're like, Hank is saying for us to use emotions and, and you're not doing that. You're just like, blah, blah, blah. And no, he says, no one wants to hear that. So tell me how you're feeling. Well, why don't you tell me how you're feeling, Jessica? I'm really, I, I've been um, not wanting to have this call. I, I was crying like majorly before this call. I got on with you um, and um, because I feel like you're going to be so mean to me. And I feel like you were so mean to me when I was visiting you at the end when we were having this conflict and on, and on other calls um, that you get so angry and that scares me, makes me feel unsafe. And so I was anticipating having to go through that again. Mm, I, it's, I, I, I hear you. I, I don't, you know, Jessica, you described me in such a way and it's like distorted for me because that's not how I feel. I don't feel so angry. I feel impassioned by what's happening. And as I've said, I have a very um, loud voice. It's like gift curse. And uh, so um, I, I, you know, I just, I don't see any, I don't see it like that. I don't feel it like that. 
And I feel like when you feel that way, then you go into your own mode of how you deal with me. And then it's, and, and, and you shut down or you, 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 you know, blame instead of taking any ownership of what's happening. And that's also really frustrating. You don't repair when, when, when I feel like you could repair, you, you defend yourself instead of seeing my point of view, which I keep saying to you, we've done this work because uh, we realized that you have to take in the other person's perspective and you have to come from a place of curiosity and compassion and you have to be forgiving and remorseful first and foremost. And so I think for me, our problem was that you just didn't do any of those things. You got defensive. You went into old behaviors and habits. When? When we had our conflict in Israel. The thing is, Bluma, is like, it didn't start for me. I was joyful and happy. And you came into back into my space, pissed off and screaming at me. And that's not how I experienced it at all. Well, not on the last, on the last zoom, you said, yes, you came back and you were, you can use your words about my joy. Yeah, you did. I said, I said, I felt guilty about being stressed because you were in a place of joy and I felt bad. And I was aware that I was trying to like get you out of my space because I needed to get ready. And I, I felt bad about it. didn't matter. Me. If I was not in your own space, you would still find a way to get pissed off at me for doing nothing. Wow. Okay. So you're doing it again. Doing nothing is not fair because we've discussed this. It wasn't nothing what you were doing. You were also triggering me. And I think that when you say that, it's also so annoying because it's not like I'm do I out of nowhere, I'm having my experience. We together were triggering each other. And it doesn't matter actually whether you think I started it or I think you started it. At the point that we are where we are now, we can keep going back and forth and looking at everything. But even now, as I'm talking to you, you have trouble taking any responsibility, telling me out of nowhere or saying you did nothing. What does that even mean? I don't even know that How I can answer that. I think that I think that you want, and not just you. Okay, I'm going to say this regarding David too. You want me to do these things: be curious, remorseful, witness, compassionate. But then you don't look. You're not taking any ownership for how you showed up, except that you felt guilty. You're not taking ownership for screaming at me when you got home when I was all joyful and playing music. You weren't. You took no ownership for that either. And so, how can you expect me to fucking take ownership of it and do all these things when you don't do them yourself? It's just. And I, I, I've said to you. I said to you then, and you agreed. I said to you, first of all, number one, there was a situation that we had before this and it was on me and it took me a minute and I did come to a, I did take ownership and I did I not only took ownership for the thing that happened I don't remember I don't remember right now what it was you might remember um but but that's I that's then I then I, I took ownership what because that's what I do I forget because it it hurts too much to remember well you I, I don't remember. I'm not, I'm just saying to you, like, I don't remember. That's why. Well, you know what? So how lucky for you that you don't remember. And I remember fucking everything, Jessica. 
No, I get to keep because my body remembers it. I just don't remember the actual thing. So, okay. Well, fine. Okay. The point is, the point is that I did, I do, I, I do take ownership and I did take ownership. And not only do I take ownership, but then I work on not doing the thing that pisses you off. I do. So say, I, I, I think the other part, Jessica, that's frustrating for me is you broad brush things because you don't remember. And then that's really triggering for me because I do remember. Okay. That's fair. Okay. I like that. I'm going to write that down. Broad brush, which, and, um, don't sense remember and then you remember and that's frustrating but the thing is is you remember it from your perspective and and your perspective is different than which like that's the whole thing about being a witness which is hard for me for you to be a witness if I don't remember it because then you're just being a witness of your memory of what I did so well yes and no sorry but I have a a superpower of being pretty good at remembering blow by blows, not just my own, but in okay. my, in my work, in my life. So I, I, I agree with you that it's my perspective and I agree with you, but if I remember like 75% of what happened and I, and, and you don't, then, um, it, it's like, uh, it feels like then what I'm saying is sort of, um, irrelevant because you don't remember it. I don't know, irrelevant. It just feels so. Look, what's coming up for me right now is that not remembering makes me feel like a victim because I'm not able to, you know, it's almost like, okay, I'm going to go to extreme just because this is what came to me. And I'm not saying this is what you're doing to me. Okay. I just want to be clear right now, but it's almost like someone getting raped and not remembering it. So, did it, did, does it, still count that it happened you know it's like and so but I don't want to be a victim right I want to be empowered and um maybe you can help me think of a way that I can remember something I can think about that I I can I you know um well the truth is Jessica that if your anxiety goes down around these kinds of conflicts, you will remember more because in the anxiety inhibits encoding the memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, um, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. Feel- yeah. Okay. Um, and when you say you were mean to me, you shouldn't, you, I mean, should, could do whatever you want, but using that phrasing is a childlike victim phrase. And it would be better for you to have another phrase that doesn't trigger your body memory to feel like what you felt when I was being mean to you or kids were being mean to you or mom was being mean to you or whoever, whoever was being mean to you that you, I mean, you had, you had, you know, your fair share of that. So, I mean, everyone does, but you definitely did not just with, um, you know, but with your dyslexia and all that kind of stuff. So, um, okay. So, um, Again, I felt like you were not compassionate. You were a know-it-all. I'm just going to say all these things, okay? You come to my house. You were know-it-all about all the things that I should be doing differently in with you know as a parent in my circumstance, and uh, and I was like, 
I was really, um, I tried to take it in stride. Uh, I tried to appreciate it, but it was like a lot. And, um, and you kept interrupting me and stop and, and policing how I was speaking. And it was a real trigger for me because I'm sick and tired of being told how to speak. I, I, I'm in a a place in my life when I need to feel like my voice can be heard as it is. And I feel like you of all people should understand that. Totally. I want the same thing. Okay. So then that really bothered me. And then, and I'm just saying, I should have said something. I take ownership that I didn't because I was afraid of upsetting you. And then my whole fears of, you know, the, me walking on eggshells around you. That's my old, you know, shtick of walking on eggshells around Jessica to not piss her off so that she doesn't be you. I mean, I meet me or, well, yeah. I mean, I guess it does come to that fear of fear of safety. You know, I don't know. I, I almost don't, it's almost more of a fear, Jessica, that I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how you're going to react. Well, I, and and I feel the same exact way towards you. Okay. So, okay. So right. What I, what, this is the first time that um, we've ever done what I'm asking for us to do right now is we both agree. We don't want someone to please us. Right. Yes. What we're saying or saying, speaking or doing right. I mean, it's really our actions. Um, and then what was the th- second thing you just said? Um, that. Oh, no, it uh, all. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about um we can talk about what that means but how we're going how we because we feel the same exact way towards each other so it's like this is this you know we mirror each other and and the whole whole reason for us to be on this journey for ourselves is to get past these things right so how what can we do to Besides grace, because we both are getting way better at that. Let's just like, I mean, like what, what are your, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, nothing's jumping. Honestly, I know, I know. It's, I, I know it's going to sound simple and kind of not exciting, but honestly, it, you have to stop and hear truth and sit or mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. wait, let me, let me say it. You said to me, hold on. Because both of us think that our truths are, everyone thinks their truth is their truth. It's true, right? So it can't be that word. Fine. I, my point is that I, I guess I feel like, you know, I think, I think you have to start. I think you have to start at the beginning. Okay. Meaning I think that when things like, this is what they say in couples therapy is like, if you put, if you do like a little bit of a repair attempt early in the conflict to like de-escalate it before it gets too oh, too okay. far. Yeah. I'm going to let you finish what you're saying, but you've said that word twice. So I want to talk about that in a second. All right, go ahead. Okay. So if you, if you try to, you know, to simmer things before they get too far out, that is how um, you can end off in a positive way. So I feel like we have to get better. Like what you did to me, 
when you thought that I snickered at you for what you said about, you know, what you did for one of my kids. And I actually was excited. I thought it was adorable, but you misread me. Um, at least that's what I felt. I mean, because yeah, I wasn't I snickering you, I totally you know, so you, so, and, and you stopped yourself and you asked a question, you clarify what was going on. I think that if I came, if I was, you know, if you asked, if you asked a clarifying question, like, Hey, you seem really stressed. What's, what's going on? In, 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 or if I said to you, I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I, 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 I need, I need some space to, you know, get my head to get, like, I think that there has to be a way that we catch it before we allow the whole thing to like, you know, that once the cycle starts, I think it's, I mean, this is for everybody. It's impossible. It's really hard to stop it once it's gotten into that, you know, my only thing is, is saying you seem stressed. What's going on is me. Uh, it just reminds me of that Thanksgiving that we were at my house and I was on mel- uh, not melatonin, a magnesium and a, on a super dose for my body. And it was like, I was, you know, how everyone describes being a stoned. I never experienced it this way. So that's just how everyone, I, I don't like it. It makes me paranoid and, and I cry and I'm and sad. And I don't like it. So, um, but how everyone describes it is that you're just like, ah, laid back. And so on that, it reminds me of that experience that when I tried to help you or mom, you guys lashed out at me still. And I was like, oh, oh. And what it wakened me to is don't step in what's going on for them. I don't want to step in that because that's you, you're, I know, but what also, what you did in that situation, I've heard you tell the story. What you did in that situation was you tried to solve a problem. Okay. That's, that's not, that's not the same as having compassion for what's going on for somebody and getting curious. That's different. I will try it. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's different. It doesn't feel different to me, but I will try it, but I'm scared. So, That's what I'm okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and I'm scared I, because I'm scared of you still lashing out at me. That's what I mean. Like not scared because of whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I, I feel like, um, it, it really matters that you're not trying to tell me what to do mm-hmm. to make my situation better. I'm not, yeah. no, no, you know, it's, it's that classic you know, wife tells husband, I'm having a hard day. And he tells wife how to figure it out and fix it. That's not what she wants. She's a grown ass woman. She fucking knows what to do to make her life better. She does. She doesn't need him to tell her. She needs him to have compassion and help her feel loved and, 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 and safe and, and, and validated and partnered and loyalty and all that good stuff that comes from a really strong friendship. So, so I don't, I don't know how to do that. That's not, I, let me say that. I haven't known how to do that. I wasn't taught when we were growing up how to do that, to acknowledge and then be curious. Um, so much so what to me, I researched this because, and I have it next to me because, and, and you appreciate it. I used one because I want to get better at it. And I freeze when, and I'll, I'll show you, like, <laughs> there's like pages of, four pages of stuff. Um, because I, I, I don't know how to do it. And you're like, no, just do it. But I, it's not, it doesn't come naturally to me. And I, and when I'm in that moment, 
I feel like I need a tool for myself. And so like, of course you do, because you have a, because you have to learn it. Of course you need tools and stuff. It's basic, Jessica, it's like stop, drop and roll. That's the bottom line. You know, I don't agree. So like the, the, the things that I do are all the things that says to avoid. Okay. It says deflect, diminish, dismissing, directional questioning, um, and dishing out. And I, for sure, I love dishing out. Like I'm so good at that. And I, and, um, so instead it says, call out their courage, clarify what you're saying to do, but character boosting, conveying that you care and checking in. And I need it. I need though, you're like, you're saying that it's just, it's not for me. It is not a, um, it's something that I have worked on and, and, and developed both in my career and as a person, partly because I, I thirst for it all the time. And that mm. is interesting. And we can analyze that and wonder about that, you know, and, um, but I, it, it, it really is, it really is Jessica, a matter of stopping yourself from personalizing things and just saying, getting Not- curious. It's not for me. Stop, drop, and roll is not, it's not the same. It's too, um, it's, it's more complex than that for me because I don't know how to do it. So to just say that it doesn't, it doesn't do that. Okay. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. I hear that. All right, fine. So how would we describe, what would we tell a child to do? No offense, but what would we tell a child to do? Because I feel like that's, I feel like you're, you know, describing a situation where, you know, you tell some, you know, you tell a kid, just go into the kitchen, go into the fridge and get me a soda. Sounds really basic, but if they don't know how to do all those things and it's not simple, it's very complex. That's kind of what you're reminding me of right now. So what would you, how would you tell a kid who get, who has a fight at school with somebody, what would you tell them to do? Like, how would you, I'm saying like, how would you simplify it for someone to know what to do? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I would, I for me, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, um, well, I've said to you many times that I feel like part of how I've changed as a parent is literally doing the opposite of what my, you know, my head is telling me or my, my body, you know, reaction is telling me to do, you know, like okay. that moment I, that we I, had in Paso when I just hugged you instead of trying to keep on going on. It's the, just do the opposite of what you're, if you, if your if your instinct is to give advice, don't ask, ask for help. Really? If you don't know what to say, ask for help. I don't know what to say right now. How can I help you? That'd be amazing. Just if you might, I think the you know, point- you, that's the other thing is when like I, those two things worked for me, like uh, those made sense to me, but to say, to do the opposite for me. I'm so extreme in my thought about things that to go to the extreme isn't healthy either. And so it's not forever, Jessica. It's a way of stopping the default pattern. I I hear you that it feels, um, it doesn't feel safe either, but I like what you said instead. Um, So I would do that. Like, like if instead advice to me, that's not the opposite give advice or then ask how help. Like it's not to me, it's not the, in my brain, I, my brain, you know, works differently. So I don't see that as the opposite. I see the opposite of 
saying nothing. Mm. The opposite is completely the op saying something or not saying something though. That's black and white like that. And so, um, Okay. I see right. that. Okay. So this is more complex in that way by saying, instead of offering advice, asking for help, those are also opposites. Also they are so an expert versus a student, a student versus a teacher, instead of being no, a teacher, these don't, these, they don't look like opposites to me. So okay. that, but do you hear what I'm saying? Do you yeah, see yeah. that? I love, I, I see these things and I love it. That's what I don't, I don't understand. Wait, are you asking me for something else? No, I'm saying now that I've pointed out how, like the difference between the opposite between a teacher and a student or the difference. Yeah, no, that I get, but I'm saying when you say to do the opposite, I'm telling you, I, I understand that. Right. I get it. You're, you're looking at it more um, in, in a more like uh, basic, ba the basics. It's either say nothing or say something. And I'm saying, okay, I'm getting more into the nuance. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, I just need some, for me, I just need an, a real concrete thing to do. And that is, that's what that is. Just for you, it, it, it worked for you to say, do the opposite. Um, well, I guess the question I really have, Jessica, is why, why do you feel like you, like, like why, why, why give advice? Why can, why not just show up for that person in that moment? Why do you feel like you have to tell someone what to do? What is happening that that is your go-to? Like, because to me, it's a little bit savior complex in a way with respect. I feel like you're like, I, I have, like it's, it feels, it feels like that. It comes from a little bit of like, like that, you know, you're, you've got the answers and so just do what I say and everything will be okay. But like, people aren't like that. So I don't know that people aren't like that, but we're, we've been a parent and or we both are parents. And so at a certain, now you have, like, as they get older, you have, it's better to, to ask some questions so they can get to that um, place. I think it's better always to be like that. I mean, at the point that they're, I mean, like Kobe, my four-year-old, maybe less, but like, I, I think this is a training about. process. Yeah, I, I know, but what I mean is like, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think I just get anxiety um, and I'm uncomfortable that they can't figure it out. And um, so I want to give them an answer so that they can stop feeling that pain and that uncomfortable that I'm also experiencing. Cause I feel okay. Like so then it's, so then it sounds to me like it's more about you. No, I feel their pain. It's both. It's both because I feel their pain of what they're going through. And so I, and if they are they're you know, we're talking about and they can't figure it out. It's, uh, it's both. Okay. That makes sense to me. What you just said about if we're talking about it and they can't figure it out, then you offer ideas to how to help them. That's not what's happening though. I'm, I'm coming in stressed and you're telling me how I should stop being this way. I should start being something else. I should do it differently. It's not the same. And I, I think like, ultimately it's about what is your desired outcome? 
You know, like I said to Estrella and she were fighting the other day about something and she was giving him advice and, and he was pissed off at her for giving him advice. And I'm like, and, but she was right. And that's part of why I was pissed off. And I said to her, sometimes you either get to be right or you, you, you get to be happy. Sometimes you don't get to have both. You, you can feel good about him realizing for his, on his own that what you said is right, but shoving it down someone's throat does not bring them to a place where they're going to accept your idea. So good for you. You're right. But are you, is it, does your, is your, is there peace in your relationship? No. I don't feel like I shove it down. I feel like I give some things. Um, and I also feel like in the moment that you I agree, it I, I, you don't always shove it down. I agree. Sometimes it feels like that to me. And I feel like the reason also, I feel like most of the time people can't figure it out, which is why they're upset. Well, Jessica, I feel like, again, this goes back to, I think when I, what I meant when I said that, you know, people don't like that. The point is, don't you want a person to be empowered enough to be able to come to a realization on their own? I do. I want, I want to, I don't want to feel like, that's not fair. I do like the feeling of giving an idea and someone going, holy shit, that's, that's delightful. That's the best idea I've ever heard. Yes. That feels good to me. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But as far as like helping a human solve their, if, 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 if it's a problem in our relationship, that's one thing. But if it's something I'm going through, being supportive and loving helps me feel like I have the, the cushioning around me to figure it out for myself. It, 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 it like billows me. I, I feel better when I come to a realization when I come to a solution on my own. I think a lot of people are like that. And I, I, I think it's better for people. I feel like so many people want to just quit and not deal with it. That's, I think, and that's why I want to. Yes, but you're not helping them by giving them a solution. You're enabling them. It's true. Okay, stop telling. I mean, look, Lemus, you're doing it now to me. Doing what? Exactly what you're saying you don't want me to do. You're telling me over and over again what you feel is right and true. So I, I, I thought we were, we're having a dialogue. I'm not, I'm saying to you, so I, you don't like that. I say it's true. No. You literally are doing exactly what you're saying not to do to me. Okay. I'm saying to you that you, I'm saying that when people have a problem and are wanting to give up and you come and swoop in and solve their problem for them so they don't give up you're not it's not i don't see that as helping them i see that as enabling them because if they are not if they're about to give up and you swoop in and save the day then th- what you're what you're enforcing in them is that they don't have it within themselves to save themselves and they need an external source to scoop them up and bring them to a place where they don't give up. That's exactly what we're doing as coaches. So no, well, I not know. I don't know what you do as a coach. 
but if for, for Optavia, it's not, I don't, I don't, I've never witnessed you coaching someone. What I'm saying is that it, the best way to coach someone is to let them figure it out. And if they are looking, if they're asking for help, if they're struggling and they ask, they're looking for support, that's not the same as hearing them having a problem, being uncomfortable with their pain and you being uncomfortable with their pain and jumping in and telling them how to solve it. It's not the same. Ask, you can say, hey, listen, looks like you're having a hard time. Are you looking for advice? Do you want, or are you just looking to kind of talk stuff out so you feel better? Not what a coach does, Bluma, that's the difference. That's what I'm trying to say is that we have the answers. You don't, like, the re- We do not have the answers to everything. That's not, no, I don't, I don't accept that. Our job as a coach is to, is to, is to help them, you know, like you see, give them information and let them, and let them struggle a little bit to try and figure it out. And as they start easing down into the wrong road, Hey, 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 that's bring it back in here. This is, this is the space where you can operate. Oh, I see you're jumping back into old habits. It's important for you to remember to be curious right now. Can you, can you try to stay curious right now? That's coaching not solving the whole thing for them. No, well, that I'm Before not they had it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jessica, obviously there's nuance to all of these things, but if you don't give a, per- if you don't give me a chance to feel a sense of autonomy in my situation, then you're robbing me of my opportunity to feel within myself that I can fucking do it for myself. And that pisses me off that you're taking that away from me and not giving me a chance to figure things out on my own. I agree. And when you- I agree with that statement. Um, Why do you say it like that? What it like, you feel like I'm going to generalize it somehow? No, I agree with that statement. And so, but at, not with the other stuff you said regarding coaching. I mean, it's just, I. It depends on where a person is in their process too, Jess. Some people need a lot of handholding at the beginning and that's totally fine. But eventually you want to get a person to a place where they, yes, yes, of course, of course. Like I agree. Um, I can think of a few that have gotten there. Um, I'm not saying, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I'm on anyways. We're, I feel like we're kind of going off track of, on the topic here of, Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm just saying from my personal, my, for me personally, I, um, I feel like we talked, you know, we've talked about today that we don't want to be policed and we don't like the feeling of someone telling us they know everything. And we know, and we know the feeling like they know everything and we know nothing that does not create a a feeling inside someone of self-confidence that they can do it for themselves. So I want, I, I love so many, so many things you've taught me over the last couple of years, you know, doing some, you know, like breathing and grounding myself um, and, 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 you know, not saying need and saying want, there are things that you give me that are gold and my, you know, mind shifting 
ways of looking abundance, living in a living in an attitude of abundance instead of a attitude of scarcity. Oh my God, that rocks my world. And I, and I love when you remind me of it and I never shy away from you saying it and giving me that, that reminder of, of shifting my mindset because it changes what comes towards me. All of that is good, but then you have to also give me, uh, grace with it and let me struggle with something and see that I come to that on my own instead of jumping in and telling me how I'm doing it wrong again. I don't want that. That doesn't help me grow as a person. It helps me feel both a dependence on you reminding me and an annoyance of it, which creates an aversion to it. And I don't want that either. Personally. I agree. I don't want it either from you. Exactly. Um, so, so I think the answer is twofold. One is I think we have to catch this earlier. We have to be more within ourselves. We have to, we have to be more trusting in ourselves that we will be okay Mm -hmm. to come to the other one and say, I'm noticing something that's making me uncomfortable. Can we talk about it? You know? Or some ver- you. I don't. I know. I don't like that. But I'm. I'm saying. Okay. I, how yeah, we do you, it? You would for sure say that, and that would make me like, oh God, what? Like what? You know, like that puts me on the. Whereas, um, well, you did it perfectly with the snicker comment. Okay, you were like, I noticed something, and in the past, I would do something different. I would. I would internalize it. I would whatever. But right, I'm trying to. I had an experience right now when I said this thing and I felt like you did this. And was that what really happened to clarify that you clarified, you had it, you had a clarifying conversation with me that worked better because that is not as judgy. All I'm trying to say, Jess, is they're all going to be, this is important to me. This is important. I know, but we can't plan exactly for whatever it is. So I'm saying saying to you, this is important to me that you not come to me and say those statements. Okay. So you want me to say it more in a clarifying way? Yeah, I am feeling this and I want to clear. Yeah, that feels I love that and more open and more curious than how did you say it? Like, I'm telling you, I can't even remember because I don't like that. How'd you say it? I, um, it's not, I, 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 something happened. And I don't feel good about my like shock about it. I'm yeah, or I'm uncomfortable. You said something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like that. I feel like, um, because then it becomes about me. You're putting it on me instead of you clarifying what you want because you're confused. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. That sounds empowering and, uh, and, and good. I like it. Okay. Well, great. And now we, we have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did that one day. And so you did. You inspired me. Yes. I know. I mean, now we have to really work on it now. We, we just, it has to be, uh, that's what we're doing. I want this to be the way that we shift our conflicts so that we can manage and maintain the growth that we've come to now. Absolutely. I, um, feel like we're still going to have some other ones just because there's so many layers of um, things that stem from us, our childhood. Um, and because we all, we just want to clear it out. So it's, it's just really, I'm just saying this to the, who's watching this, 
you who's watching us um, that we love this. This is, that's the goal. And we're going to, we're for sure going to work on it. And we do, there's just other things that are going to come up. I just want to be honest and realistic and not realistic. Cause I hate that word when people are like, Oh, I'm being realistic. I don't like when the people say that because they're being negative. Um, the, I take it that way most of the time when they're saying that, cause it's, it's when you can, like, I'm talking about mindset, you can see things in different ways. But it keeps coming like these things keep coming up for us, in, but not the same ones. So this one kept coming up. So now we we're we're dealing with it. I'm um, policing. We're both going to work on policing and speaking and doing. You know, regarding our not not policing. Let me put not. <laughs> yes, not policing. We've done enough policing <laughs> and and being a know it all instead of and then clarifying. That's that's our yeah. that's our word, which is yeah. not part of our dynamic, but uh, our, our not dynamic. Our um, um, prime directive. It's not part of our prime directive, but um, clarifying is a maintenance word. Um, Which is so relevant to uh, Sibs United because you can't Sibs Unite without, you know, commit a commitment that, you know, any relationship takes effort. So, you know, no, yes, we all know. Yes. Yes. We want things to be easy and we want all anything that you invest in takes a little bit of effort. So. And it's definitely gotten easier. We definitely have more. I love that word shalom. We definitely have more um, just peace in our hearts and harmony with it, with each other. But sometimes your your siblings and things come up because of us being having the longest relationship that we've ever had. Um, really? And so um, the takeaway yes, yes, yes. to clarify with your sibling. A you know, feeling you're having uh-huh. based on an interaction you had or are having. Yes. That's it. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Sibs United, Jessica Marriott, and my sister, Dr. Baluma. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Sibs United Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review, or comment. We'd love to hear from you. While you're at it, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and become a part of our tribe of helping heal adult sibling relationships.